1: It is time for Happy Hour. It is the Man Cave Happy Hour, Whiskey, Cigar, Spirits, the stories that go along with it. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. And we are in the uh, Man Cave. My Man Cave. Yeah, we're, we're back in your Man Cave. I like my little Man Cave. Yeah, it's really, it's really cozy down here. My you know. Man Cave makes me happy.
0: It's cozy. It's warm. Uh, the cat's here.
1: Special day. <laughs> so we're doing a special Man Cave on a, a special day. Uh, this goes back years. Years and years. It's a Bib Day. Uh, we wear our bibs because we drool on ourselves. Well, no, that's after the... a few whiskey, yeah, sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> so no, it's uh, it is uh, it's people listen whenever, wherever, however, right? But it is uh, it is March the third, yes, which is Bottled and Bond Day. Bottled and Bond Day
0: has a very special meaning because it goes way back. Into Sherman, history. set
1: the way back machine. Honestly,
0: it just it goes all the way back, almost. Uh, just a few years after the civil war almost sure yeah, yeah it, it goes way uh, back
1: bottled and bond act of 18 oh where is it oh 1897 yeah yep. no, march not, 3 1897
0: yeah not too long after the civil war
1: yep so ahead, yeah yeah we got uh, but the the thing is and we're to celebrate right we want to raise a glass yes um to the gentleman who was instrumental in getting the Bottled and Bond Act passed. Yes. Uh, brought attention to the reason for the need for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. government agreed and then passed <laughs> really? the, the, yeah, believe it or not. And then they passed the law back, uh, in, in 1897 uh-huh. and that was, uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor. Yes. So, and, uh, so we're going to be trying. I, I didn't share. I've, I've never shared this with you. You have not yet. I'm very excited to actually, uh, dive into it. I've had this. You've um, had a
0: lot of this. <laughs> I've had a lot of it
1: since, um, episode 11. Wow. So. Sherman set the Wayback Machine. (laughs) Uh, Episode 11, that was back in September of uh, 2018. Wow. Yeah. You've been nursing that bottle then. uh, Yeah. So I I save it for special friends and special occasions. It's actually autographed um, by Bo Beckman. Uh, Actually, Bo did a, a, you know, it's kind of a little redundant uh it's a little anticlimactic for us (laughs) to be doing this because freaking bo beckman did uh, a very similar talk like this earlier today did he really because this is freaking grandfather well you know
0: then he has to he's almost obligated i I forget if it's his
1: grandfather or great grandfather but it's uh it's it's uh, a great grandfather yeah you know i think Mm -hmm. it's grandfather because he knew him oh okay um how old is bo he's young he maybe didn't know him 1897 I don't know. Maybe it's it's probably great grandfather. Yeah, I would
0: imagine great grandfather.
1: Well so he just knows the stories. Okay. Um through his own so, grandfather. Well my grandfather. grandfather was born. But Bo's young. Bo's like in his thirties, I think. Oh. Uh, oh wow. he's a young he's a young cat. All right. So um but uh yeah. Hmm. But he was, because he was talking about, uh, you know, the stories he knew from home and then the hmm. story when he started working for the distillery, the stories learned at the, the distilleries about Colonel Taylor. And you know, you looked up some stuff. You got some information about, uh, Colonel Taylor.
0: I have a little bit of information about Colonel Taylor. Tell me about I the do. Colonel.
1: Oh, you'll eat my chicken. <laughs> oh, no, not that right, Colonel. Not that Colonel. Oh, Wrong no, colonel. No. <laughs> so, uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor. E.H.
0: Uh-huh. E. Taylor Jr. Uh, I gotta make sure we gotta do that right. Okay. Colonel Edmund Haynes taylor jr uh-huh. that, uh was actually a founding father of the bourbon industry itself okay and you know it was pre so it was a uh, post-civil war and he actually started as a banker oh. you know which kind of you know holds near and dear to my heart because that's uh, yeah. what i do on a daily just yeah, about yeah, yeah. you know as a banker but he was one of the founding fathers of the bourbon uh of the entire industry.
1: The industry, yeah. Yeah.
0: And he actually, his first distillery that he bought was the OFC distillery, which is Old Fire Cooper. You down with Old Fire Cooper? <laughs> O- you know me you know with ofc you yeah. know me <laughs> yeah but so but that eventually did become buffalo trace ah right? responsible
1: for many yummy delicious yeah, right fun <laughs> and expensive things
0: but you know he was and i'm sure you're going to share some information about him and what some of his crowning achievements that he did have in his lifetime no. in the industry itself
1: i uh, don't know nope you got I thought, nothing i thought you had
0: him well i got lots but All right, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah go ahead i
1: just had the law itself i was just oh you got the law okay yeah so
0: starting as a banker he actually okay. helped the organizations on the financing side of the distilleries and a few of them are still in operation today mm, okay. as a matter of fact so yeah. yeah he's had his hand in a lot of uh a lot of things over the years uh in his lifetime i should say
1: some of the, some of the very unique procedures and processes yeah
0: you know um he actually, when he was getting into this, he actually became personally acquainted with a number of uh, whiskey distillers and distilleries uh, being as a banker. Yeah. So he, in 1869, that he purchased the Leestown Distillery that he then christened the OFC. Right. Okay. Uh, and that was his first time into owning his own distillery. And make he made an immediate mark because of some of the things that he brought to the industry itself. So um, yeah,
1: what was one of the unique, the, the unique thing that he did?
0: Well, the, the, the copper fermentation tanks. He brought that, Yeah, you know, it was one of the prominent fixtures with those uh, copper fermentation and tanks. Yep. Yeah,
1: and the, the copper pipe. Mm-hmm. And that, that was, Correct. yeah, that was kind of something that was like, yeah, the uniqueness that he brought in. You know, the
0: column stills, even. Yep, the you know, column of those, stills, He yeah. did that as well. The modernization of the buildings, and a few right. of those buildings are still in operation today.
1: They are, and, and Bo was ranting about it. Um, you know, we're going to talk about it if you go back to episode 11, mm-hmm. our conversation with Bo, and then right. uh, Buffalo Trace. Uh, does some great little videos and things. And so you can, you can hear them, but yeah. So it's, uh, one of the, the building, uh, that, uh, if you're at the visitor center there, you look across and it's, uh, it's still right there with the big OMC mm-hmm. up on top of it. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it's right. It's all still there. A lot of it's still in use.
0: Yep. You know, first of its kind and steam heating system, uh, for a sour mash technique. You know, he was uh, one of the pioneers in that regard as well. Right. But, you know, he was actually a skilled politician at the same time and was actually instrumental in fighting for the higher standards for bourbon.
1: And that's where the law comes into play. Correct. Because it was like 18. Ninety-seven mm-hmm. and prior to that, because the law was passed in eighteen ninety-seven, it was the, it was the Wild West, literally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when it came to bourbon, it was, really was the the Wild West in spirits. There were some guidelines as to what made bourbon, but when you walked in someplace and ordered up a bourbon, you had no idea what you are getting. You know, Mm. because a lot of times they would get a keg or a cask, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And it would be like in a general store or at a bar and there Mm -hmm. would just be this big keg and they would open up the keg and fill a bottle, just a plain bottle. Right. And- you know, a lot of times what was happening was there was just some, uh, you know, clear distillates like vodka, mm-hmm. uh, and they would color it with things mm-hmm. to make it. And there was actually books put out, How to Imitate Bourbon. <laughs> 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 and there were actually books available at the time. Wow. about And and some of, for the coloration, mm. I just, I, I'm going to, I throw up in my mouth every time I hear it. <laughs> Tobacco juice. Ugh.
0: So right? they take
1: vodka with tobacco juice for the coloring, oh. uh, and then they add some flavorings to, to bring it closer to a bourbon taste. And there might be a splash or a dash of bourbon in there, like, a Bill Murray pouring the tab. Into his, <laughs> it is just a little splash <laughs> there. Right? So, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, so Colonel Taylor saw that as, you know, not really great for his You know, business of making fine quality bourbon, you know, putting all this effort into these procedures and things. So, yeah, he he uses political wit and skill and was able to get the uh, Bottled and Bond Act passed. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it, it was the first standard for food or beverage in the United States. So yeah. this was the first, this was the first, like, let's get our bourbon straight first. We'll Priority. get to meats and vegetables we, we later. We have some priorities going on right Let's here. get our bourbon standardized and safe <laughs> first before we start messing around with like meats and milk. and. <laughs> so yeah, the food and drug administration wasn't really doing anything. This was, this was, it the, was the first thing first time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to happen, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, so they, they, they got this passed. I pulled a lot of information from the distillery trail and then, uh, at the other website, mm-hmm. distilling.com. Uh, but yeah, so they, the, 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 they, they, they were able to get it passed because of just all the awful things that were being put into and sold as, mm-hmm. as bourbon. So what the law requires is, and there's something that I learned today. Mm. Um, sure. I knew it had to be in one season it has to be from to be bottled and bond mm-hmm. um it has to be bourbon it has to meet the standards of, of bourbon correct uh you know 50 percent corn mm-hmm. at, at least you um and, and the, the uh the, the the yeah the the virgin uh american oak b- charred barrels correct um and the but, but bottling bond takes it another step further um that has to be distilled in the same distilling season mm. and and I, I was like, "Oh, I, over it, this the season, right? Really? The season, there's two seasons every year. Okay. So it goes from January to June, July to, to December." I did not so know it, that. Yeah, that was I didn't know that the season I've, I when I thought season, I, my brain kicked in and went a year. Right. But the season is is January like to June. Yeah, yeah, the 6 months chunks. Okay. So those are those are the distilling seasons. So it has to come from all all of it has to come from one mm-hmm. season. Um It has to happen at a single distillery. Mm -hmm. It has to be in one. And that's part of the bottling and the labeling. Um, the information is, is on there and there's like a, a, a number. For the 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 distilling number, mm. and it's uh, it's on the bottle somewhere. Uh, and again, that's part of the uh, honesty and the truth and the uh, uh, transparency. That's the word I was looking for. The transparency and what's going on. So a single distillery mm-hmm. age for a minimum of four, four years. years. Yes, that's uh that's the trick. Bottled at a hundred proof, fifty percent, fifty percent APV if domestic. I don't know. Mm. Uh, and the label must identify the distillery who made it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And the label must identify the bottling location if different than the distiller or distillery. Ah, okay. So, you know, like you're, you know, MGB mm-hmm. stuff, they sell their things. So if it's bottled someplace else, somebody buys their juice someplace and then bottles it. They, they have to, if it's, if it's, huh. if it's, it's going to be called bottled and bond and it's going to be bonded like that. Mm, gotcha. You got to be upfront and honest with it.
0: So, um, Colonel Taylor.
1: Yes. Colonel E. H. Taylor,
0: I should say, when he, uh, purchased his first one in 1869. Yeah. Guess who purchased his, that first distillery from him in 18, uh, 79? Guess who purchased that? Uh huh. Uh-huh. George T.
1: Stagg. Ah. Uh-huh. And then
0: uh, which eventually did become Buffalo Trace. Right, right. There you go. So George T. Stagg, he, he purchased the OFC distillery. They're in Leestown, and uh, right. now it is Buffalo Trace.
1: So the interesting, another interesting part of the story is uh, the the Colonel Taylor Brand. Yes, um, it it was around when Colonel Taylor was around. Yes, but then it was gone. Um, okay. And right around the time, I'm not sure, right around the time when Bo was uh, getting done with college and uh, coming to work, mm-hmm. um, the the guys at Buffalo Trace were 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 thinking about resurrecting the brand. Huh. And Bo and his his grandfather at the time, not his great-grandfather, his grandfather at the time, gave him a 100-year-old bottle. Oh, my goodness. And they took it in. Bo took it in. They took it in. Okay. And they're like, so, well, here's, uh, here's what it looked like back in the day. Uh-huh. And they said, well, our labeling's done. <laughs> so they just well, yeah, replicated they just replicated the label yeah why um, change it what does yeah do, you know? so they they did that so that's where the label comes from it's a, it's a it's a replica of
0: the actual the actual ones wow. from
1: from from way back and then they they followed the tried to follow the recipe as well so bottle it 100 proof it's got the fun tax stamp on it right. i mean you don't have to do tax stamps anymore um, they had those through the seventies and eighties. That was 80s. Part of the original packaging. Uh, yeah, so it's it's that you know that's just fun. So there you go. So that uh, the, the, the 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 they're looking for the clarity, the the the, mm-hmm. the purity, mm-hmm. uh, trying to create a standard. Right. It was the first standardized food or beverage uh, standard for the United States. Wow. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So well, let's try it. What do we know? What do you know about? What's a, inside the box?
0: There's a lot of speculation on the mash bill because it's really unknown, but there's been a ah, lot of
1: speculation on the mash bill. It's distilled in one spot. We yes. Ain't telling we know you what you distilled. <laughs> but the, the speculation. We did it all here, but I'm not telling you what's in it. According to
0: the whiskey shelf.com, the, the composition is a mash mash number one. Right, and that was kind of what uh what they're what currently e. H. Taylor is known for is mash number one. Right, right. But it's speculated as far as the mashable goes to be seventy five percent corn, ten percent rye, and fifteen percent barley. Oh, okay. Right. So you're gonna get a little bit of warmth on there, but you're really gonna get that really uh, that real unique feel from the from the uh barley itself. So, so eighteen
1: you, or twenty one, this is uh yeah. two two and a half years. I've had this for two and a half years. All right. Um yeah, I only had that much because it was autographed, right? And it's right. like when I went to crack it, I was like, "Oh, should I?" You know, there's Bose right, right. autograph down there. I was like, well, you know, it's it's <laughs> oh, it's a collector's. I'm like, ah, screw that. Let's yeah. drink it. <laughs> Let's share this with friends. Um, but so the, I opened it up, but I haven't, gone. I haven't, I haven't hit it a lot because right. I, I save it for thanks, man. Special friends. Oh, you don't get any.
0: Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> uh, I'll just tell you what you're going to taste. Um, but you, here, here's the thing. It, it's The bottle and bond has to be aged, we said, four years. Four years, yeah, for what's but going on in the bottle. But it doesn't have to be four years. It could be longer. It could be more than. Yes. It could be like more than. Like five. Yes. It would be one better. So the uh, rumor around the aging of Colonel E.H. Taylor's uh, small
1: batch is right, that right. it's rumored to be around seven years. Yeah, because this is a small, and there's several variations. Yes. Yeah. There's uh, the straight rye, there's right. the barrel they've, proof, there's uh, they've really expanded. The blow your head off. <laughs> Uh, the bottled and bond. All right, yep. so yeah, so it's uh, so this is rumored the small batch version that I have here. It's
0: Rumored to be aged seven
1: years. Rumored to be aged seven years. And, and the mash number one. It's
0: also used in other bourbons, that, uh, you know, Buffalo Trace, the Eagle Rare Ten, Stag Junior. Um, a lot of different variations, like you said, whether it be small batch, single barrel, barrel proof. You know, they're it, it's all mash number one. Right. Right. So. Yeah. i'm just i'm excited because i have not had this before yes and i'm kind of excited to and and looking forward to uh diving into this All so right. you've had so, it before
1: yeah so, little, I, so yeah. you kind of know what to but to i haven't expect had it in probably you. over a year year and a half oof so we've been drinking so many things we've been having so many great adventures on the man we really games. have we really
0: have we got some great adventures coming up too
1: yes there's some <laughs> wonderful things on the horizon <laughs> follow us on uh, mm-hmm. facebook and mm-hmm. uh twitter yeah. to To catch all all those shenanigans as they Jeez. happen,
0: uh, so I I'm nosing this for the first time, but those legs are just sticking to the side of the Glencairn.
1: Sticky, sticky.
0: It's very sticky, the icky, Oils sticky. are definitely icky, there.
1: Sticky, sticky, sticky. So,
0: all right. So I I, I have to uh, I got to share something. I I had licorice earlier today. Okay, I had some Twizzlers. And then strawberry Twizzlers. Okay. So immediately when I when I'm nosing this, I'm kind of getting, I'm kind of getting a cherryish Twizzler feel from. Okay. It. I don't know if it's because I had the Twizzlers earlier, or for, or if licorice is a part of. Yeah. What I'm smelling. I ate a
1: bunch of Swedish fish. <laughs> I did. I, I was. I was. I was jamming on the Swedish fish earlier. Are uh, you
0: getting a little bit of licorice out of that? Uh,
1: no, I don't know what I'm getting. Uh, maybe my honker isn't working.
0: It's I'm big uh, enough. It's not Should the vid. We? I hope not. I hope it's not the vid. But I, I you know, you know, I, I'm a big fan of grapes. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of raisins, but I'm actually kind of getting some some little I bit of like raisins. raisins out of this. Yeah. Oh,
1: you're getting raisins out? of it? Yeah.
0: Just very very uh, small hint of raisins. Okay. Of course, you know that the caramels there. You know, I'm not, that that definitely that's a staple. Yeah. Hmm. but there's something else in there i'm trying to figure out. i can't figure if it, it's it's kind of 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 the orange family but more of uh not not necessarily orange but more apricotish maybe okay kind of getting that too so
1: so i'm i'm getting it's a uh a, a, a fruit what i'm getting is yeah it's a fruit but and and i had a couple of like tangelos earlier today <laughs> i had the swedish fish and the tangellos hmm so i'm digging i'm diving man all right it's uh enough of the nosing let's have a sip so uh happy oh. uh and bond day cheers. cheers i almost i almost took a drink without uh cheers <laughs> on that my bad
0: hmm all right so that that warmth, it kind of sat in there, sitting on the top of my tongue.
1: There's a there's a a, a, a spice. I'm a little pepper. Yep, pepper spice. C- um, cinnamon on that too. I was gonna say I was gonna say a red spice. Okay, I'll go with yeah. cinnamon. C- it's cinnamon, not a red pepper cinnamon, flake. Cinnamon, it's more cinnamon in it. Cinnamon, yes.
0: Oh, ooh, okay. I'm just letting it linger a little bit. Now it's sitting on the back of my palate back of my uh on the back of my throat mm-hmm. just it's coating you know it's like more of a like a i almost want to say like a like a cream feel on the back of my throat the,
1: the warmth is moving back yeah, it, yeah. Didn't, it didn't just stop so no it's
0: still it's still oh, moving nice get a little vanilla of course the vanilla is there but it's more of a like a butter creamy type mm-hmm. feel that's that's mm. really tasty jamie mm. Mm. thank you for sharing that Ooh. don't mind if i have another
1: uh, yeah i'm getting like a creamsicle
0: a creamsicle um, like an orange
1: creamsicle almost orange or? creamsicle yeah huh. um that that type of you know not a super sweet one but just a nice one hmm yeah you know
0: and, and you know I can see where the speculation comes from the seventy five percent corn, right? Because the corn's there, but it's not an overpowering corn. We've no. had we've had other. Well, I think the age.
1: And, I think I yeah. think that four year minimum, four year possible, yeah. quite possibly seven. Right. Uh, speculative uh, on seven, six or seven. Um, yeah. I think that age. Mm-hmm. Mellows it
0: very much so because it's we've had younger bourbons and Mm -hmm. younger whiskeys or what have you. And you know, you can it's very corn forward. This is not corn, it's you know, it's there, you can taste it, but it's not the only it's not the first thing that you feel and first thing that you taste. It it happens later on (laughs) as it sits on your palate. Yeah, that's really tasty. Mm. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in for some more. So, when was the last time you actually walked through the grocery store, Jamie? And picked up a star fruit and started munching on it.
1: Never. Never. Never.
0: We, you should get a star fruit sometime. Yeah. And just cut it up and munch on it. Just to expand your palate into some other, you know, fruits that you have never had before. Right. And they talk about that to expand right. your palate to just, cause you can't go, of course, you can't go to the grocery store now and start, you know, picking things up and smelling it. You get kicked out. Yeah. But you know what? Go, go purchase one yeah, thing. She screamed last time I did that. <laughs>
1: That bagging girl is cute. That's
0: Secure. messed up. I don't care who you are. Wait, security, check out aisle 19. <laughs> security, check out aisle 19. Uh, I don't care who you are. That's messed up. <laughs> uh no but that's what they say you know just go and you know find something that you've never had before bring it home cut it up you know munch on it taste it and just kind of see what you're gonna what you get later on you know as you are trying new experiences and right. new bourbons yeah. or even your existing stash that you have here yeah you might pick something else out
1: mm-hmm. right because it's always changing always learning always growing so matt there we go it's uh raising a glass uh colonel e.h taylor the work he did yes um, to thank get that uh, get that standardized bottled and bond passed back in eighteen ninety seven on March the third. So uh, thank you, sir. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out, watching. Yeah. Matt, thanks for your cheers, camaraderie.
0: Yeah, your friendship is amazing. Appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers.
1: And that is that. 23 minutes. This is really... Five minutes of... uh, disclaimers at the top. (laughs) (laughs) There was one person watching, but nobody commented. Well, there were like five people in and out of the room, but... All right. All right. Take it out. I guess I gotta stop the Sam. Nope.
0: Cat, you're making my eyeballs
1: water. Oh, I'm sorry. No, not your fault.